Hello and welcome to another episode of a Nigerian Abroad podcast with me, Cheruke. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you stay through to the end. If you like what you hear, please hit the like button, share, subscribe, drop a comment, any suggestions you have for what you want to hear next, we're here for you. Today, I've got a really good friend on the other end. Obviously, we're recording via Zoom, so and he's giving me funny faces. <laughs> we're coming together to kind of talk about uh, a bit about spirituality. I want to present you guys to John. Hello, everyone. Nice to see you. Hey, nice to see you. We've basically just come from a week. Was it this week or the week before? But there was like some wild thing going on 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 the internet with uh, Kirk Franklin, and yes. oh my god, the drama was crazy. Unscripted uh, drama. Yes, I know. So, what did you make of that when you you know when you heard or watched it? What did you make of the whole thing? Kirk Franklin is human, and people should understand that you cannot deny your humanity although it takes a level of consciousness to be able to allow your divinity be in constant alignment with your human nature mm. but that takes oh my god that takes a whole lifetime to accomplish that because i know most people who actually accomplish that sort of level of spirituality of always remaining calm no matter how mad you get mm. uh, mostly the Buddhist monks, the Hindu monks, like they, they don't talk, they just look at you. Yeah. And, and rant. Yeah. Think about how much training they have to go through to get to that point where they can receive negative energy from you and not let it impact them in a way that, you know, forces them to react. Yes. It comes with a whole level of wisdom. And for the fact that they are not, they, they dedicate their lives, shutting the world out. Mm -hmm. So the only thing they know is the calmness and the stillness mm. of their being and their environment. So when they come out and they see you behaving like a wild animal, they just look at you because that is alien to them. Yeah. You get me? And they wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't respond. But like Franklin is a human like everybody else. We know him for his creativity, which is music. Mm -hmm. And we judge him more by the pattern or the re religiosity of his music religiosity <laughs> yes of his, yes yeah. that's what it is so that's what we judge him by and because of that there is an automatic expectation of how you should behave or what you should do because exactly yeah because in our mind we believe oh this person represents something uh, Craig franklin is just a human and he doesn't speak or represents the higher power he's just a channel of what wholeness in terms of the universe brings to us for example yeah. you are you are you are a, a lovely charming oh say that again. person say it, yes. say it say it say it say it oh lord <laughs> yeah, yeah yes you are oh, yes, thank you, are. you. But, but you you are just an expression of the divine we all are i agree so, Kirk Franklin, in his own part, is just an expression when he shows his creativity. But does that make him less human? No. I'm sure maybe if someone sees you on a very bad day, when you're at your worst, they'll be like, okay. But that <laughs> yeah. is exactly. Yeah. But that yeah. is who, it's who you are. It's that balance. We are like everything in one. We yes. are like a universe. One human being is like a universe. Totally one. agree. I mean, like, 
obviously there's been conversations out there and I was thinking about it from my perspective. And the only thing I kind of thought about was, first of all, we're expecting so much from a human, you know, he came in as a sinner who has kind of, you know, accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and personal savior as they do, and is kind of giving his gift to the Christian community. Uh That's my take on it. And just like you said, they fall short as well, you know? They're sinners. That's why you have to continue to recommit yourself to God. I don't believe anyone is perfect. You have to continue recommitting yourself to God if you if this is the path you choose. I don't believe Kirk Franklin should have ap- apologized to anybody for having a one-to-one conversation with his son that got out. I think that's a personal, it's intimate, and he and his son should have addressed it together that's my Uh, opinion well i would agree with what you said it's a personal conversation but on the other hand i think the son did that aside being a spite of malice he did that because he wanted to say this is the kind of man you guys call a pastor or this is kind of person who you guys listen to his music and he blesses you but this is who he really is it's that same idea but you should also realize a lot of people just have talents but they don't practice what they do exactly yes yes you could see somebody who i'm not just talking about christian artists now i'm talking about people in general that people that when you see them in public they give you an impression of who they are Mm -hmm. and you might think that oh my god this person is a nice person but they are actually pretending yes they are not what they portray they are and then when you see a side of them you are like no because somebody can be negative but mm-hmm. you know this negativity not coming from a place of evil or wickedness but there's some but there's some things somebody will do some very dark things that you're like i totally oh. agree with you i mean the more i think about it coming away from you know just the christian community and thinking in terms of lots of people who have given so much to the entertainment industry who constantly fall short continue to express in their actions that they are just as human as the rest of us the only thing is they are on a a wider platform so it's easier for us to judge them and for us to you know continue pointing the finger and saying oh look at you you did x and you did y but at the end of the day i just i'd be very shocked that somebody somewhere would watch that video and just be like huh Kirk Franklin again like he, he has seen that part of Kirk Franklin a million times and yeah. you know but we are not their friends we're not Kirk Franklin's friends we don't exactly. know what he is behind closed doors there's this thing that we Nigerians call sea finish <laughs> yes exactly. the art of sea finish yeah sea yeah. finish yeah even Jesus Christ himself does even a time he went to was a Capernaum and they said that he the bible says he didn't perform a lot of miracles because people didn't believe him mm-hmm. and what people were saying that isn't this the son of mary or this isn't this mm-hmm. the the capitals because people you know when you see somebody over and over like talk, yeah i mean yeah. think about mm-hmm. it the stories would have traveled far even before he arrived so he came there and they have expectations of him and when he couldn't perform the miracles because obviously the faith wasn't matching his works then they go yo isn't this the same guy that we heard about you know and then the judgment kicks in yeah i get that i mean it happens a lot isn't it you should understand talent is different from personality somebody can write beautiful love songs for example adele Mm -hmm. she writes beautiful love songs but okay have you been able to keep a relationship nah with new houston oh you sing lovely love songs that make people 
want to gut their eyes out and grab their chest, but your marriage is a mess. So don't use people's art to give define who they are. Yeah. Yes, of their life. Yeah. Frankly, and this is what I tell people: Christianity. Forget about the Christianity thing. It's all intellect. Humans are very dynamic. Somebody who has no Christian value can learn a Christian song and belt out notes that will give you goose pimples, and you are. It's, it's just talent so you don't use that and say oh this person is a saint this person and that is where i idolatry let me use that word like you, your idol your idol could be could be a great dancer a great singer you love them mm-hmm. or even though they have you now attribute that love to their personality like you think they rap about or they sing about what they re- what they do in real life and yeah, you defend yeah. them you always defend them but at the end of the day these people could be horrible people yeah yeah this is true i mean if it's a good thing that you brought this up because thinking about it this in some ways have impacted our journey through i don't want to just say christianity but like religion as a whole um you know when we were chatting earlier on and it came to light that you know we we both had similar experiences in terms of what we do today so let's talk a bit about you know religion for you your experience through religion where you are today you know the similarities that you and i have okay you want to go first or i should go first <laughs> I, I mean mine is really short right born christian anglican uh raised in a pentecostal home and always went to church went to a christian school from the first three years of secondary school and then in that time obviously the experiences i had there helped to form the decision that i eventually got to make as an older person i say older i just like to emphasize that i am 21. i'm 16. (laughs) oh my god i got when i got older i i stopped going to church at the age of 18 and my mom and i used to have like a really like really really hot debate about it and she'd always tell me you have forgotten god god we forget you you know and eventually i started going to church again and then another experience in 2012 just made me say you know what i'm done i can't do this anymore and i walked away from the church and i have to stress the church i didn't walk away from like my beliefs or you know my faith in god or whatever i just walked away from the church so i don't go to church anymore i don't like have any rituals or stuff where you know you have like fellowships or you have a group of people that you lean on for spiritual context or whatever i just don't do that i've decided to find god for myself Mm. and that's where i'm at so like i said really short in my own case i was uh, born into a super stunt christian family and um, having very strict parents that well not my parents let me say my dad was very strict my mom was the very loving one that's not really the right word but she's more lenient my dad is very strict um he's the kind of person that he before he goes out he'll tell you by the time i come back memorize joshua chapter four the entire chapter you get me and mm-hmm. and uh, like i told you earlier we used to have our morning devotions my dad could say okay, you know what this week you are the one handling the morning prayers Mm-hmm. and you just have to have it's not just a morning prayer you have to really 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 be grounded uh my mom was an evangelist though so i grew up seeing my mom attending crusade i've been able to 
witness my mom preach in civic center Port Harcourt. and i know that even at home i i it's a whole lot of work behind closed doors the way she fasts the way she prays i watched my mom's relationship with god and it was so different it was so unique when i look back as an adult now it starts making me ask questions yeah. like the other time i we were talking about um Olumba, that we had this neighbor <laughs> that attended Olumba. They lived downstairs, and my parents would never allow us play with them. Why? Because they were in another denomination of Christianity. Olumba is a part of Christianity or a religion. That is it really have... Christianity, though? It, I mean, they use the Bible. Do they? Yeah, they use they use the Bible, but they have a a man that they call the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and every member of that church always have like triple O's at their doorposts. Yeah, I remember they, that. Yeah, and then they 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 don't wear shoes and they wear white garments. Remember, I told you we had neighbors as well that were a part of the Olumba Obun community. I think what was different for them was the fact that they had this master person that seemed to be, as you said, the Holy Spirit. Obviously, I didn't understand it then as a child. For us, you know, churches like Cherubim and Seraphim, Olumba, Celestial Church of Christ, they were the untouchables. Like we, you just didn't interact because their their belief system was different to what we knew. Sure. I think Olumba was just on a, a slightly different level to these other ones. It was, it was on a whole new level. Because yeah. even if you watch their programs on TV, I remember watching it few times as a child and i see the way everyone lays down on the floor mm -hmm. and then the man the man actually kind of looks creepy with the kind of things he does creepy so my parents never let us play with these kids who go to that church but on the other hand i had an aunt who went to that church and we will go to her house for holiday and yeah. sometimes she will come straight to our house from church with her white garment and tentos <laughs> and we'll all jump <laughs> and we'll all jump on her and hug her yeah so th i mean this this is crazy though because even though you weren't allowed to play with the neighbors downstairs who were <laughs> affiliated with the same church because your auntie was family you don't were allowed to open up and you know have a relationship with her and commune with her and she'd come in and eat with you guys for me it just kind of feels a bit hypocritical you know the way we make these judgments as to who's acceptable who's not from a religious perspective you know it is yeah. crazy so back to your question it's more like the older i got and when i started living life without any direction from an older person or a mm -hmm. parent when i started becoming more independent of my thoughts Mm -hmm. and my emotions and being in the real world i began to understand that it's not a one size fits all there are a lot of human beings who are not religious or who are not in your faith but you identify with them so much you know and with their positivity let yeah. me double positivity there the yeah. positive energy is so good and then you meet some people who are bible preaching bible thumping but their energy is so vile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, you don't want to be around them. Yep. So I started to realize that there is something called spirituality and there's another thing called religion. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it's my stand now is that I'm more spiritual because spirituality comes with a deeper understanding to the things of life. It's not written in a book. You I agree. Make, I agree. Yeah, it's something that you you can identify with. It's something that you know. It's a core truth. It looks like something that is already imprinted in your DNA. You understand, and you can you you have a discernment. It boils down to our perception. A lot of people think that this thing we call God, in quote, is our errand boy that does our bidding. But that's so, what that's what pastors have been, especially Nigerian pastors, have been yeah. trying to tell us for a time. Yeah, and God is there to make things go your own way. So that's why a lot of people are leaving religion because they feel that there's, there is a core wisdom to the things of life. It's and, a good thing you said that about yeah. le leaving religion. From our previous conversation, you don't go to church anymore. And you, you now you've just said to us that you've moved away from the concept of religion and you're looking more into spirituality. So let's, let's kind of address how you got there. It's not that I stopped going to church. Not okay. really. Like, I go when I feel like it, sometimes when I mm -hmm. feel like it. And like I said, I don't agree with everything any pastor tells me. You may be saying something, preaching, and I am. I have this mind that I receive what I want to receive. I discard what I want to discard. And I read a lot of Hindu books. I mm -hmm. love expanding my knowledge. So how I got to this point, which I shared to you, I just had this longing to know God for myself. Yeah. It was a hunger. It was a longing. I loved God. So I what, just... if, if it was a hunger, why didn't you just swallow Gary and Belefu? Right. <laughs> It's better a goosey soup. I swear to God. <laughs> I I just wanted to know God for myself. I wanted to know God in a personal way outside from what I've been told. And as time went on, I stopped going to church. Hmm. And I told God, I said, until you make me know you for who you are, I don't think knowing about you from the pulpit and all that is something that I want for myself. Yeah. And then I stopped occurred to me that when Hindus pray, when Muslims pray, the prayers have been answered. Where is it coming from? It's not your own God. You know, God is not assigned to a particular tribe. Religion. It is not, and it is faith. Yeah, this is religion. the thing. Yeah, so I think along those lines, something that I started to think about when I decided that, you know what, I want to get to, I want to step away from religion. I want to step away from being tied to a specific faith and I started to look into the whole concept of God as a divine being or just look into spirituality and say okay what else exists out there you oh. know and, and this is when I started to explore and read listen to people like Louise Hay I was telling you about them earlier Wayne Dyer Abraham Hicks and my friend Tanya introduced me to a lot of these people to be fair and I started to listen to them and I started to get a lot of understanding of spirituality on a whole new level I wasn't like putting away Christianity and saying I don't believe in God anymore I was just trying to understand for myself the concept of spirituality why is it that someone in India is praying to a God that is drawn on an image or something and is getting the answers that they seek and someone is on their knees and calling the blood of Jesus and getting the answers that they seek and at the same time not really getting the responses they want you know so it's not always about my prayers got answered but you, some people are knocking as well and not getting the answers and i just wanted to understand it and that's where the whole concept of you know vibrations positive energy 
understanding your um your chakras all those things started to come into play for me and i was like okay so this is a whole different thing and if my mother was alive and she saw me like reading stuff about your chakras trying to understand the seven chakras she'd be like eh, is that what i trained you in this life for so that you can give up on jesus so that, so that you can become a juju master <laughs> yeah. but I mean, understanding those things, understanding the concept, the power of I am, you know, who I am, the power of the tongue, the power of positive speaking, all of those things attributed to a different, a whole different perspective and a whole different lifestyle for me, you know, and helping to kind of gear me towards the life that I lead today, which is a bit of a, yeah, train wreck, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, but, but add to what you said, it's, it's very in-depth for people to know that there is more to life. Imagine a big mansion like Buckingham Palace now, right? And you're at Buckingham at at the main entrance and then there's a keyhole and you Mm. just creep into the keyhole and you're like, oh, I've seen it. Yeah. I've not seen it. Exactly. So your own perspective of religion as a Christian is very minute because it is so large. The same way people are, prayers have been answered. There's this guy that was telling me, oh, uh, people are converting to Christianity. And I just laughed. I said that people live in Christianity for Exactly. For oh my God. Yeah, for Islam, yeah, Hindus, for Hinduism. People, <laughs> people are just... People are living and joining. And so it's just it's just what it is. But humans are searching. Yeah. They are searching. And a lot of times what you're searching for, in all honesty, is actually in you. Inside of you. Yes. Yeah, it's inside of you. And once you are able to identify who you are, then you, be, you, you begin to see life through your lenses. But in the lenses of divinity whereby you understand that life is tailored for you and that's what i always tell people i mentioned it the last time we spoke i said don't tell me about david or joshua in the back because i was not there me i won't tell you about david because or or the children of israel crossing the rest i I didn't even know it existed i don't even know i was just told exactly and i was something i put on my facebook some weeks ago and people were like laughing i said I don't know if you saw it. I said, what if maybe 5,000 years from now, they start digging and then they see your cell phone and they start arguing if your cell phone was an ornament or, or, or a tool for war? No way. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe or maybe they now dig out a, a primary five people's textbook, Ali, Simbi, and they'll start a religion <laughs> that says um, that Ali and Simbi was, was actually real people. And we yeah. should worship we, we should worship Simbi. Exactly. Mrs. And, uh, Mrs. Salami. All those people in that primary tree. But you never know. But you can only give the truth about what you have experienced. Your own life's journey. Okay, this is what this is how it worked for me. I'm not saying it's going to work for you this way, but if I should attribute some things to God, because I've been in, in situations where I've prayed. Like, I thought I was in a dead end. Like, I literally prayed, like, God, please make a way. And stuff happened. Let me give you one thing that happened. Like, I, I will consider it a miracle. I went to visit a friend. I was in secondary school. Mm-hmm. And there was no cell phones there. And he said, oh, come to my house tomorrow. He gave me his, his address. And I found my way there to Jerry. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he told me that when I'm going back, that his driver will drop me. There's no problem. 
because I told him I don't have transport. I went there, knocked on his gate, which was a very big house, and the gate man said, oh, your friend had just traveled with his dad. When they say shit hits the fan, it's worse than that because you your pocket's empty, you are just there. <laughs> and and guess what? Tell me. The clouds started to rumble. You know, if you remember the war room. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and the rains oh. in Port Harcourt. Oh, my days. The cloud was heavy, dark, like it was going to. And I just said, God, if there's anything I've done in this life, even before they bomb me, I beg. <laughs> I beg, I beg, because it was beyond me. How, like, how would I go back home? Good trek now. <laughs> you know, I went to, you know, you know when you are so demoralized, I just went to one corner. There was a block of cement there. I just sat down. I said, Father, Lord, please. Father, do a miracle for me. Father, please, I'm your son. That's what I was, as I was just praying. The next thing I heard was, Papa, my mom <laughs> He said, John, what are you doing here? I didn't even wait. I didn't even ask. I just entered the car. I just opened it and entered. <laughs> like, <laughs> res- <laughs> rescue me, father. <laughs> That's, see, honestly speaking, that should. And yes, I remember. I wasn't even feeling fine, too. It's amazing. I mean, the conversations, the whole concept of like the power within you and stuff. You know, when I started to read a lot more, I was introduced to Wayne Dyer's concept of I am. Uh And I used to do these like meditations early in the morning, you know, on my way to the gym. I'd be like, you know, I'd be repeating these positive affirmations, you know, and I'd be like, I am this, I am strong, I am, you know, whatever. And I remember coming out the house first thing in the morning, I was training for a triathlon and I was going to cycle 40 miles that day. It was 7.50 in the morning, got on the bike, just cycling up the up the road. And next thing, this man runs into me. I told you this story before. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. And the way this accident happened, I shouldn't be sitting here today, like having a conversation. Some assaulted. <laughs> Olympic some assault. <laughs> you, you know, when you like, you see yourself, like he literally lifted me up, you know, over his bonnet, and I landed on my head. Now, when I was about to hit the ground, the first thing I said was, I will not die today. Wow. And I hit, so my head hits the ground and I fall. So what is interesting is when I fell and you know, you, you roll and whatever, I got up immediately and I looked backward, right? See, you can see a dead body for crying. <laughs> you can <laughs> see your spirit. <laughs> your spirit. <laughs> I look back to make sure that it wasn't my (laughs) You know that like quick look on the ground and then I look back up and I was like, okay, I'm still alive. Yeah, this is good (laughs) Yeah, so like this is good it's amazing that you and I can sit down and laugh about it now. But at the, because then it was not funny. <laughs> it, honestly, honestly, it was not funny. But I remember, you know, when I look back and then I realized that actually I'm still alive, you know. But when I thought about it later on, the one thing that came to mind was this power of, you know, positive thinking or calling into existence what you want really works, you know, because I'd been doing these meditations and trying to speak of what will happen for me. And it was the little things like leaving the house because I'm I'm quite forgetful. I can make a plan if I don't write it down and don't put it in like an organizer or something, I will forget little things, just leaving the house, you know, I'd forget my lunch 
on the kitchen counter or forget to pack something or forget to do things. So I started to change the conversations, you know, from, ah, make I not forget this or let me not forget this. Yeah. I started to change the conversation in my head to, I will remember to do X when I'm leaving the house, you know, I will remember to turn off the light, for example, something, something simple like that. And that started to change the way I was thinking about things. You know, if I wanted to, if I had work to do in the office and I knew I was going to struggle because it's something that maybe takes a lot of time, I started to talk positively about it and say, when I get into work, I will, I will, I will, you know, that kind of thing. So I used to call it into, into my mindset. So when that car hit me, you know, I was able to positively say to myself, I will not die today. And when the police came, the uh, ambulance came and they were all looking at me and they were saying, oh, you know what? You're really lucky because you had this, um, I had braids and, you know, a lot of braids on my head and I was wearing my helmet and they were like, oh, you're really lucky you got cushioned by it. And I was like, oh yeah. And my, my flatmates actually saw what happened. The guy saw what happened. So he was the one who was giving me an, a, a recount of what happened. Well, that you actually landed with your head. Because I didn't, I didn't remember. All I just remembered was that I fell on the floor, you know, I fell. And it, it had such a negative impact on the man that he ended up in hospital for like a month, you know? So when you wow. think, about, yeah, but anyway, long story. I just wanted to talk about how moving away from you just blood of Jesus, I rebuke you by the power of the lamb, you know, and just <laughs> walking into the outcome you're expecting for yourself, you know, and speaking positively into it. I'm not saying like, you know, binding and casting doesn't work or you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that, you know, changing my perspective kind of changed the way I received uh, the outcome I, I wanted. It all starts within you. It yeah. all starts from within your, your perception mm -hmm. because I always tell people pray as much as you want, but if you don't key in your faith through your belief, yeah, it's not going to work. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why some people don't receive. It's not that God is partial. God is not partial. It's not even, I mean, let's take God out of contact, out of the equation now. Okay let's put take up put a mindset into it right you have to have the right mindset you have to be willing to you have to be open to receiving whatever it is that you're asking for you know you have to ha put yourself in a position where um when that thing comes you're ready and most times a lot of people are asking for stuff or they're praying or they're you know ah. speaking words of affirmation but behind that is the doubt is the constant oh. worry that you know oh. follows it and i'm guilty of it as well because sometimes i'll kneel down and this is not what i say but i'm going to use this as an example father lord where is my husband and then i sit down and i maybe i might spend the rest of the time um day saying all men are trash how are you going to find a husband? You, you know, the things I've prayed for. And I said, these are the qualities I'm looking for in a man. And then in a conversation, I'm, I'm reciting the last experience I had, which was bad, which kind of now has, you know, sure. scarred me. And then I use that to start talking about all men are trash. And I've put out a request for this perfect man and he's not trash. And I'm calling trash men into existence. So it's blurred lines in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, know? it is. Yeah. Just to add yeah. to what you said it's um there's there's a part in the bible that says that he who he who is double-minded cannot receive anything from god um you have to have an absolute belief for it to work and sometimes life is life is very funny it it takes a certain level of discernment because for example i put something on my 
Facebook page some time ago. I, I said you asked God to protect you, and then suddenly you start living, you start witnessing friends and loved ones living your life. Mm-hmm. I and remember that. Getting bad, yeah. And it's still the same thing. On the other hand, you might say, God, I need a wonderful man. I need a soulmate and all that. But the, the, the universe might bring somebody your way and it's that person. But that person might not be like ready-made. Sometimes the universe gives you, for example, you might tell the, the universe, oh, I want to eat obono soup. The universe might end up bringing ingredients for obono soup and say, cook it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm sometimes and the way this life works sometimes you might say oh i need i need x and y z i need a wonderful garden i need and then what the universe will do to give you seeds and give you a, a land plant your seeds create your reality so yeah sometimes it's not it's not one size fits all that's something i agree this is my perspective because sometimes you might meet a soulmate but your soulmate is also on a journey a journey of life and because we are we are evolving every day. You are evolving. I am yeah. evolving. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually, physically, you cannot tell me that your body is aging, but your spirit is not evolving. It has to evolve. So you might meet someone that is in a level of evolution, and that person mm-hmm. indeed is your soulmate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But maybe the person is more advanced than yourself, or you are more advanced than the person. Yeah. But it takes patience. It's patience just to watch how that person evolves how you guys because it's going to be a lifelong thing you guys as you guys grow you would fit into each other's lives you would learn you would adjust you it's a continuous process every time i think about spirituality one thing that is always like strong and i keep thinking about is the african traditional practices that was in existence before Uh the westerners Uh came you know like i think about it a lot and i don't know a lot about my traditional practices because i was born into a christian home i know that when i was growing up there was oduduwa and then there was obviously the famous amadioha and then you have like in kalaba when i was a a student in kalaba they had um something they called ibani song right and this was (laughs) women of the underworld and in i think they have some practices in benin i don't know a lot about these things but then i kind of think about it and say how you know what's the african perspective what's our take on religion how does that help define us as a people and strengthen our mindset you know and why did we even leave it in the first place african tradition and african religion is very beautiful religion evolved christianity evolved life has evolved and African spirituality has a lot to do with nature, your service to nature. And people say, oh, Africans worship, we worship trees, we worship. That is not true. We don't worship trees. We believe that we are co-inhabitants of the planet. Yeah. And everything we see has a soul within it. The river, the ocean, the trees, the leaves, the soil, and we are all part of it, but we are different manifestation of this energy, of this mm-hmm. thing called God. In my hometown where I'm from, there's a certain clan that they are the rain makers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like if you're having 
shows like not shows like if you have, been, if you have like a funeral weddings and stuff they used to call them the um hold on there's a name they called them even when i was growing up they used to call them the rain um something i can't remember and they'd come and they'd stop the rain from falling yes, you know yes. to a, yeah and it was crazy because you you know how it rains in port Harcourt, and you'd have rains every day every day but on that day it could be raining in the morning and these people will come and do whatever they do and it stops and the rain just stops for the duration of your event as soon as the funeral is done or the wedding is done whatever it is boom the rain's back you know it's just it was amazing it is amazing and uh, that line of spirituality is almost extinct and yeah. our spirituality is very much in our nature i'm sure that as you mean africans kept on practicing their spirituality it should have evolved it probably it would have yeah. yeah it should have evolved but it should have been so 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 amazing there are a lot of things in our culture that which we don't practice again which is really good it could have saved us to this modern era i have a friend as well he was once a christian Mm -hmm. and he has left christianity he's not practicing traditions according to him he talked about and he showed me pictures and he proved it to me a picture he took in 2016 oh yes of a place he wanted to live mm -hmm. in america and he said that he told his ancestors about it and stuff like that Do you know that is where he lives now oh that's amazing in america the place is gorgeous and just a lot of things and he was teaching me a, a lot of things about like the full moon i have a group of girls that we always talk about you know the full moon and how it affects us you know our moods and stuff and these are things that i probably would never have like welcomed in terms of conversation before because <laughs> as far as christianity was concerned it's not accepted you know, like for you to say, oh, there's a full moon, so my mood has been altered. And you can try to have a conversation about it with someone who's Christian. And what would they tell you? The blood of Jesus. I rebuke it by the blood of the lamb. You know, so it kind of like, does it allow you to explore? You know, it doesn't really. Does it allow you to really? That's something I'm sorry to cut you short, but that's something I, I kind of understand because everything serves a purpose, mm -hmm. you know, People who who double into the occult, like I told you before, occult simply means hidden. Yeah. And a lot of this so-called called mysteries are not really mysteries. There's energy in everything, in flowing rivers, in trees, in the air, in the wind, in clouds. But it's just knowing how to tap into this energy and utilize it. You get me? Yeah. And if we are not doing this, it's nobody's fault because the people who are telling you for example even the bible says that when god that god created the the stars and the moon and said that it's for something season and knowing something about the outcome or reading them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the bible so when the bible when god is saying oh it's, it's for you to read and understand the times and the seasons and stuff like that yeah why would they tell us astronomy is the same um i think we should expand a bit more on it we should get back again just have a nice conversation it was nice just like just talking about it briefly and yeah thank you for coming on at short notice i do appreciate it <laughs> this was so much lovelier it's interesting i think we should schedule some time in the near future to go through 
this concept of religion again it would i think we would both benefit from it i would because you know there's always opportunities to learn a bit more about something that we don't know about but thank you for coming and thank you all for listening so far and if you did like this please again subscribe like drop a comment let me know how you feel goodbye before uh-huh. the westerners uh-huh. came you know like i think about it a lot and i don't know a lot about my traditional practices because i was born into a christian home i know that when i was growing up there was oduduwa and then there was obviously the famous amadioha and then you have like in kalaba when i was a, a, a student in kalaba they had um something they called ibani song right and this was <laughs> women of the underworld and in i think they have some practices in benin i don't know a lot about these things but then i kind of think about it and say how you know what's the african perspective what's our take on religion how does that help define us as a people and strengthen our mindset you know and why did we even leave it in the first place african tradition and african religion is very beautiful religion evolved christianity evolved life has evolved and African spirituality has a lot to do with nature, your service to nature. And people say, oh, Africans worship, we worship trees, we worship. That is not true. We don't worship trees. We believe that we are co-inhabitants of the planet. Yeah. And everything we see has a soul within it. The river, the ocean, the trees, the leaves the soil and we are all part of it but we are different manifestation of this energy of this mm-hmm. thing called god in my hometown where i'm from there's a certain clan that they are the rain makers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah like if you're having shows like not shows like you're having if you have weddings. like a funeral weddings and stuff they used to call them the um hold on there's a name they called them even when i was growing up they used to call them the rain um something i can't remember and they'd come and they'd stop the rain from falling yes, you know yes. to a, yeah and it was crazy because you you know how it rains in port Harcourt and you'd have rains every day every day but on that day it could be raining in the morning and these people will come and do whatever they do and it stops and the rain just stops for the duration of your event as soon as the funeral is done or the wedding is done whatever it is boom the rain's back you know it's just it was amazing it is amazing and uh, that line of spirituality is almost extinct Yes. Our spirituality is very much in our nature. I'm sure that as you mean, Africans kept on practicing their spirituality. It should have evolved. It probably would have. Yeah. Yeah. It should have evolved, but it should have been so, so, so amazing. 
there are a lot of things in our culture that which we don't practice again which is really good it could have saved us to this modern era i have a friend as well he was once a christian mm-hmm. and he has left christianity he's not practicing tradition according to him he talked about and he showed me pictures and he proved it to me a picture he took in 2016 oh yes of a place he wanted to live mm-hmm. in America. And he said that he told his ancestors about it and stuff like that. Do you know that is where he lives now? Oh, that's amazing. In America, the place is gorgeous. And just a lot of things. And he was teaching me a, a lot of things about like the full moon. I have a group of girls that we always talk about, you know, the full moon and how it affects us, you know, our moods and stuff. And these are things that I probably would never have like welcomed in terms of conversation before, because as far as Christianity was concerned, it's not accepted, you know, like for you to say, oh, there's a full moon. So my mood has been altered. And you can try to have a conversation about it with someone who's Christian. And what would they tell you? The blood of Jesus, I rebuke it by the blood of the lamb, you know, so it kind of like, does it allow you to explore you know it doesn't really does it allow you to really that's something i'm sorry to cut you short but that's something i i kind of understand because everything serves a purpose Mm -hmm. you know people who who double into the occult like i told you before occult simply means hidden yeah and a lot of this so-called we call mysteries are not really mysteries. There's energy in everything, in flowing rivers, in trees, in the air, in the wind, in clouds. But it's just knowing how to tap into this energy and utilize it. You get me? Yeah. And if we are not doing this, it's nobody's fault because the people who are telling you, for example, even the Bible says that when God that God created the, the stars and the moon and said that it's for something season and knowing something about the outcome or reading them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the bible so when the bible when god is saying oh it's, it's for you to read and understand the times and the seasons and stuff like that yeah why would they tell us astronomy is the same or astrology is the same but he put them there um i think we should expand a bit more on it we should get back again just have a nice conversation um, on one subject matter but it was nice just like just talking about it briefly and yeah thank you for coming on at short notice i do appreciate (laughs) this was so much lovelier it's interesting i think we should schedule some time in the near future to go through this concept of religion again it would i think we would both benefit from it i would because you know there's always opportunities to learn a bit more about something that we don't know about but thank you for coming and thank you all for listening so far and if you did like this please again subscribe like drop a comment let me know how you feel Bye.